everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. He is a widely respected and award-winning theologian, Fox News contributor, and best-selling author of over 24 books, his latest and soon-to-be-released, A Place Called Heaven, 10 Surprising Truths About Your Eternal Home. He is also a nationally syndicated radio and television host of the immensely popular Pathway to Victory, heard daily on over 930 stations and weekly via television on thousands of cable and satellite networks including TBN and Daystar and in over 200 countries and counting. And if this were not enough, ladies and gentlemen, add to this frequent guest and commentator on major media outlets including Hannity, Fox and Friends, Judge Janine, and yes, even HBO's Real Time with Bill Maher, just to name a few, boldly expounding biblical truths, some of which we will hear today. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome a great honor indeed, senior pastor of the renowned 13,000-member First Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas, Dr. Robert Jeffries. Dr. Jeffries, welcome to Testimony. Well, it's an honor to be with you. Thanks for having me. Well, Dr. Jeffries, we first met at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Nashville in 2016, but now seems the time to bring your voice to testimony for part one of our two-part conversation today. Before we begin, would you just share with our listeners how you came to faith in Jesus Christ, and then let's segue into what you are doing today, most notably your stance in defense of President Trump and our nation, practically, spiritually, and in every way. Pastor Jeffries, please tell us your story. Well, I actually um, grew up in the church that I now pastor, the First Baptist Church of Dallas, and it was interesting how I even ended up here. Uh, my parents are both in heaven right now. My dad was saved when he was in World War II, and uh, he was saved through the witness of an Assembly of God chaplain. And that uh, he asked the chaplain, uh, I'm moving to Dallas. He said, where should I go to church? And the chaplain said, well, there's only one place to go to church in Dallas. It's the First Baptist Church of Dallas. <laughs> and so my dad was here. My mom wasn't yet a Christian. He tried to witness to her and bring her to church. She had no interest in it at all. And one day, Billy Graham came to Dallas to do a crusade at the Cotton Bowl, and he got her to go to that, and she was saved at the Cotton Bowl. And they announced that Billy Graham would be preaching the next Sunday at the First Baptist Church in Dallas. So she agreed to come. And uh, she was up in the balcony with my dad, and when Billy Graham finished his sermon, he stood down from the pulpit, came down, took the pastor's hand, and put his membership here in First Baptist Church, Dallas. My mom looked at my dad and said, well, if it's good enough for Billy Graham, it's good enough for me. <laughs> and she joined our church that day as well. And a year later, I was born and grew up here in the church as well. So uh, when I was five years old, I felt the conviction that I needed to become a Christian, 
and my dad brought me uh, with him to meet with our pastor, Dr. Criswell, who was pastor here for 50 years. And when I was five years old, I trusted in Christ as my Savior. And, uh, you know, I believe, uh, Jen saying one of the big mistakes parents make with children is discouraging them from becoming Christians at an early age. We think that children need to be more like adults to be saved. Jesus said the opposite. Adults need to become like children to be saved. And that's why we have a vibrant children's ministry here at First Baptist Dallas, introducing children to faith in Christ. But that's how I became a Christian, and I grew up in the church and was called to the ministry when I was 16 years of age. Well, amen and amen, and the importance of seed being sown early, as you just alluded to, in a child's life, that certainly is evidenced in your own. First question, how important is it for Christians to engage politically, and why did you choose to speak out in defense and in support of now President Donald J. Trump? Well, there is an erroneous teaching that has gained popularity in Christian circles that says, basically, we need to give up on the culture. The culture is too far gone. In fact, there's a theology called the Benedict Option that says, as Christians, we need to adopt the philosophy of St. Benedict, a Catholic priest who basically said Christians just need to get in their holy huddles, speak to one another, encourage one another, and hope something bad doesn't happen to them. That is just completely opposite of what I find in the Word of God. I don't believe we as Christians are to surrender one square inch of this earth to Satan. You know, God is sovereign, not just over the church, but of all of the world, including the government. And I believe God cares about what happens in government. I believe that we as Christians are to be, as Jesus said, salt and light. You know, in Jesus' day, salt was a preservative. It didn't prevent the decay of meat, but it delayed the decay of meat. It gave the meat a longer shelf life. And in the same way as Christians, we are to push back against evil in this society so that we have longer to share the light, the gospel of Jesus Christ. I happen to believe God does care about issues like religious liberty. I believe God cares about millions of children being murdered through abortion. I believe God cares about traditional marriage. I think he cares about these things. I think he cares about government because God is the one who instituted government, just as he instituted the church and the family as well. And so I don't think it's right to give up on government. I think we ought to use whatever influence we can to help government to uh, maintain godly standards. Several weeks ago, I had the opportunity to introduce President Trump at the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., and in my introduction, I reminded that uh, secular audience, as well as a religious audience, of the truth of Psalm 3312, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. You know, God is not a respecter of people or nations. Any nation that reverences God and respects his word will be blessed by God, and any nation, including the United States, that rejects God and his word will be rejected by God. And look, the reason I supported President Trump is very clear. In the 2016 election, there was only one pro-religious liberty, pro-life, pro-conservative justices on the Supreme Court candidate, and that candidate's name was not Hillary Clinton. The name of the candidate was 
Donald Trump. And that's why I enthusiastically supported them and continue to support President Trump. Amen and amen. Well said, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Dr. Robert Jeffress, Senior Pastor of First Baptist Church in Dallas and author of his latest must-read, A Place Called Heaven, which we will be getting more into in our second segment. The left-wing liberal media, Dr. Jeffress, seems intent on destroying Trump, his administration, and or anyone who casts a vote of support in his direction. You have given your thoughts in part. So the next question really is now, are you disappointed in the lack of Republican support to help Trump enact legislation that will move our country forward? Your thoughts? Well, I think there is a conspiracy, not just of Democrats, but of the media, Republican establishment types, as well as some very misdirected Christians who are going to do everything they can to take this president down. And in doing so, uh, what they're doing is they're preventing this president from enacting a very conservative agenda that he has for America. And look, I don't agree with uh, every position of this administration on every issue, but again, they are solid, they are resolute that they are going to appoint uh, conservative Supreme Court justices and federal judges that could change the course of this country for decades to come. I was just recently uh, with the administration officials in Washington last week, and I asked this question. I said, are you ready to make a bedrock commitment that every Supreme Court justice you have the opportunity to nominate will be just as conservative as Justice Gorsuch is. And they said, without a doubt, you have our commitment on that. That alone could change the direction of our country for many decades to come. But there are some who are uh, hell-bent on seeing that does not happen, and that's why we need to call out those who are obstructing this conservative agenda. Let me give you one example of that. This administration has already made more than 23 nominations to federal judgeships, all of whom are conservative, but only two have been confirmed of the 23. And who is it that is holding it up? It's not the Democrats. It's the Republican leadership. The Senate Judiciary Committee, under the direction of Chuck Grassley, is uh, paralyzed. They are following these arcane Senate traditions like the blue slip uh, provision uh, that is keeping these nominees from being confirmed. And I think it is time for Christians to rise up and raise holy you-know-what and say, we didn't elect senators to be president, we elected a president, and we want conservative judges uh, placed on the federal benches and in the Supreme Court. Amen and amen. You wrote in another one of your books, The Divine Defense. Can you briefly talk about that and what, as Christians, is our divine defense in helping to push forward what you just talked about? Well, that book is a book actually about spiritual warfare. You know, we are all in a struggle, but Paul says in Ephesians chapter 6, our struggle ultimately is not against flesh and blood, but it's against the unseen forces of darkness in the heavenly places. I mean, we are in a spiritual war, and uh, that's why I've said to a group of conservative leaders just last week, 
this struggle that is going on in Washington, D.C., is not a struggle between Republicans and Democrats or liberals and conservatives. Ultimately, it's a struggle between good and evil, between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. And look, I understand there are some issues that Christians have a diversity of opinion about. For example, health care. You can be a Christian and have a different view of what the government's role of health care should be. But when it comes to basic issues like morality or basic issues about uh, uh, the right of the unborn to live without being murdered in the womb, these are non-negotiables. And the battle over abortion, for example, that is a spiritual battle between the kingdom of God and kingdom of Satan, and we need to understand that. So, yes, we push back. Yes, we do what we can do. But we also need to realize this is a spiritual battle. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Dr. Robert Jeffress, Senior Pastor of First Baptist in Dallas, syndicated radio and TV host of the immensely popular Pathway to Victory, and best-selling author of multiple books, his latest, A Place Called Heaven, Ten Surprising Truths About Your Eternal Home. You can learn more about Dr. Jeffress' work, ministry, and mission by visiting firstdallas.org. You will be blessed you did. Dr. Jeffress, it has been an absolute honor having you share just a little of your own story and the impact you are having as a Christian leader, educator, commentator, and pastor. Your bold stance in defense of our Judeo-Christian beliefs is an example for us all. I'm reminded of the scripture, quote, the righteous are as bold as a lion. Proverbs 28.1. You are certainly that. And so much more. We look forward to hearing much more next week. God bless you. Thank you for having me. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensine Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.